Welcome to a new episode of the India Independent Films Podcast. Uh, this is Rahul Desai here. Um, I am the film critic for Film Companion. I have with me my good friend uh, and the wire film critic Tanul Thakur. We are back uh, as we promised after I think last we discussed um, while we were talking about Con Praveen Tambe in our previous podcast, we did mention that um, the coming week would have another cricket movie uh, called Jersey. We are here to discuss Jersey today. And we are also going to be discussing Runway 34 because I don't think either of those films deserve a separate podcast of their own. But we do have our opinions about both those movies that we'd like to uh, maybe discuss. Um, Tanul, first of all, it's been a while. How how have you been? (laughs) Not bad. Back to back, I saw this from Jersey and uh, what do you call it? Runway 34 aside, just hanging in there. I haven't even reviewed Hero Panthi unlike you. So... I mean, slightly better than you, perhaps considerably better than you, but yeah, such has been the last two weeks, I suppose. Not very yeah, enjoyable. I just wanted, I just wanted, uh, <laughs> you know, our listeners to uh, know that you know Tanul hasn't reviewed Hiropanti too yet. <laughs> Anything can happen in the yeah. next twenty. All but, possibilities, uh, are, all possibilities are open. This match can go right down to the wire. So. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So and cinema uh, will be the real winner at the end of the day, as we all know. Uh, yeah, I hope not. And uh, <laughs> and and I did review Hero Panthi too today. For those of you who were actually asking weirdly about when uh, me and Tanul will do the Hero Panthi two <laughs> podcast, I'm sorry to disappoint you guys. Uh, it won't be more than two lines, which is it is a shit film. Please do not expect <laughs> us to be intellectual about that shit. And there's nothing to discuss. Um, but if you want to go on a tirade uh, for the next 20 minutes, I'll I'll be quiet. And if you want to just unload Hero Panthi 2, uh, given that that's the audience demand and I won't be surprised. I am all that, keen to just... I, yeah, just I, would, I, would have, I would have liked to if I, had, I was a couple of drinks down maybe because it's been a tough <laughs> day. I woke up at 8 to watch a 8.45, 9am screening. I, it, it felt weirdly nostalgic. Oh, pressure. No, no, they didn't have a pressure, and you know what that means. So, <laughs> why, why am I surprised? <laughs> it's almost like a naive question, but yeah, sure. Yeah, so uh, Friday morning screenings, it, it reminded me of pre-pandemic times in a very nice, nostalgic way, but it also reminded me of how terrible our lives could have could be or were on Friday, on most Friday mornings. Um, and you know, we, I mean, I, I can't really go on about anything, anything even related to Hero Panthi 2 or Tiger Shop for that matter, or anything to do with the film. But Tanul and me were mentioning just before we move on to the podcast that uh, Hero Panthi 2 is the it is the spiritual sequel, so to say, uh, to Hero Panthi, which was the first film of Tiger Shroff, which came in 2014, if I'm not mistaken. And it was yeah. for both me and Tanul one of our first few months of professional. Film criticism. Tanul uh, was. Um, I think Tanul, you were reviewing for uh, Sunday Guardian. Sunday Guardian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So both of us were. It was a rare time where both of us were reviewing for for print publications. I was. It was we my. Did not know each other. Yeah, it was my second or third month reviewing for Mumbai Mirror. Tanul was uh, Sunday Guardian. We didn't know each other back then, but um, but yeah, I do remember struggling. 
uh, I do re- remember sort of getting into a small tiff with my editor then who was a senior sort of person and she was refusing to publish a lot of shit I'd written in that review. <laughs> Even the headline, <laughs> a lot of Prakash Raj uh, being in that film and I'd, I'd basically only talked about Prakash Raj and absolutely ignored uh, uh, the fact that Tiger Shroff was making his debut and I don't think that went down well with her as it never goes down with most of these publications uh, so that's that's pretty much all i remember and i never thought i'd be back to that same sort of franchise would be back to haunt me um, 8 years down the line i thought we were done with that shit but uh, you know here we are and here i am venting about a film nobody should ever watch um, <laughs> but um, let's move on to jersey uh, the first film we're going to discuss today gautam tinanuri's uh, film it's a remake of the 2019 telugu film which i do <laughs> remember about a lot i do remember it getting rave reviews uh, doing very well and lot of lot of very trusted you know people saying that it's probably the best cricket film in india to come out for a long long time and you know i didn't watch that film i didn't watch the original uh, the jersey is the hindi remake as is often the case with shahid kapoor he picks a south indian film remakes it and hopes for it to be a super hit like he did with kabir singh and arjun reddy uh, he does pretty much the same thing with jersey it's a scene to scene dialogue to dialogue moment to moment remake apparently i did watch parts of the original uh, i did not want to make the mistake of watching both in the same week as i did with arjun reddy and kabir singh because i'm still sort of not recovered from that uh, tanul <clears throat> what were had you watched the original and what was your sort of uh, experience as far as the expectations were concerned and all because you know it's been that sort of season cricket films sports films there are mm. a bunch of cricket in the year too so what were your sort of uh, you know expectations going into this yeah i mean first up i did not watch the telugu original uh, because i am not a masochist like you even though you did not watch it i must say that i had not watched arjun reddy arjun reddy whatever that kabir singh counterpart in telugu as well uh, because well ek hi kafi hai so i and i'm glad that i did not watch it telugu version ajorsi telugu version as my expectations were right not much i'll be very honest and we have spoken about it a lot in the past that as as critics at times you feel guilty uh, of having certain kinds of expectations wide in you thinking that you are going to be as unbiased as possible and i would like to think so i was but i mean it's i didn't even look out for its trailer but uh, in different press shows and all of that i did watch its trailer a few times the trailer wasn't exciting at all uh, for me i heard it was just a terrible cut trailer a terribly cut trailer it, it almost gives the film away barring its uh this weird uh, usual suspect type twist ending but uh, yeah i mean shahid kapoor is an actor i kind of like i'll be very honest and he's quite good in jersey i thought he, he, he was very good uh, or he was oh. good uh oh. sorry i have opinions about that we'll get to it <laughs> sure sure i haven't got the uh, time to read your review anyway so uh <clears throat> yeah uh, but you know i mean not as promising an actor that i think Uh, uh, can pull off a film uh, which is really poor in other aspects, or somebody uh, uh, for whose acting jobs you would want to go watch a movie. Anyway, so I thought, all right, it's just one of those films that that it, it had strains of Conquering Tambe and all of that in in a in in this weird sort of like a a late riser sense, uh, very superficially. Ah, uh, but expectations, I'll be honest, and again, as I said, I like ah uh, not much. So. what about you how uh, how yeah i mean what did i you i have in mind before going in same, same as you i went in sort of blind uh, i only was aware of the fact that you know it was a big telugu film 
Um, mm. I did not, to be honest, I didn't have a lot of expect. I didn't watch the trailer a lot. I didn't have a lot of expectation from Shahid Kapoor. I'm not a big fan of the actor. Uh, while you know, while talking about his performance, maybe <clears throat> we'll get to it. Uh, I don't think he's given a good performance since Heather, and it's been it's been a while. I think eight years or so. Um, yeah. But uh, but but you know, as you said, you know, this is sort of a fictional version of Kaun Pravin Tambe, which is weird mm. because Kaun Pravin Tambe itself was you know sort of. Uh, truth is stranger than fiction uh, you yeah. know miracle story of its own and i was very clear that you know late bloomer stories when you have a real one like that it's really difficult to within like two weeks of each other to sort of really watch it with a different with with an in an isolated vacuum or with a different perspective so honestly the yardstick was already there and in fact in my con pravin tambe review i'd written also that you know i was worried that con pravin tambe would have become Uh, uh would have when it would have been made into a film which it was you know imminent uh, i was worried that it would become the kind of film starring a bollywood star uh, you know mm. uh, you know this this sort of jersey sort of film that i was afraid it would become as it turned out kon pravin tambe was a much smaller uh, humbler and you know very far more detailed and sort of authentic film uh, jersey is the film i was afraid it would become because you know uh, jersey is basically just a line about it before we continue it, it, it's about uh, uh, you know it, it's about uh, uh, shahid kapoor's character who's named arjun uh, uh, and and he sort of decides to revive his cricket career at the age of 36 Uh, one sees a family man he has a wife he has a son uh, his son wants a jersey for his birthday arjun can't uh, spare 500 rupees he's not been he's been suspended from his government job he's been he's been a drifter for a couple of years um, and you know he's down and out and uh, you know he's embarrassed to ask his wife and he's been humiliated in front of his friends so he decides to um, as luck would have it he sort of makes a comeback into the punjab ranji scene and then decides to join the international team because you know obviously the entire symbol of uh, buying a jersey or earning a jersey for his son would be you know literal then so so you know on paper sure i get why you would want to make a film like this um, uh, we will also talk about the last 5 or 10 minutes of this film so those of you who have haven't watched jersey there's a twist towards the end which which sort of totally changes <clears throat> your perspective the film and which we me and tanul will also discuss it came as a surprise to both of us because we haven't watched the original so those who had watched it knew what to expect uh, but for me it uh, you know it 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 was a very conflicting experience uh, because um, you know of course he makes a comeback into the punjab ranji team and he does very well and you know he at age 36 he becomes a score of ranji trophy wins the final for them uh, and you know towards the end it is revealed that uh, you know in the future 20 years down the line it's revealed that he died soon after that match i think a couple of days and he actually had a heart uh, disease and uh, you know that's why he had uh, you know sort of uh, quit cricket at a very young age at age 26 when he was a promising up and comer when he was supposed to be the next big thing in the indian cricket team in the era of tendulkar in the mid 90s that is why he quit the cricket so the entire film is basically uh, paints him as this very Uh, angry angsty guy who who never had the temperament to make it in cricket and he quit it because he wanted to become a family man the reason was never really given so only towards the end it's revealed that he had a heart disease which is why he quit it <clears throat> he told nobody about it and uh, despite having that heart problem he came back because his son wanted him to play again and he came back knowing that he might die and uh, you know he was selected in the indian team but he never lived to see that day so so that is i'm putting the ending out there right now, just so that, such 
thing even more awful uh, when you put it like you know explain almost the entire film it just sounds really bad anyway go yeah it should like i'm just putting it all out there so that then you know listeners have a fair idea of you know why uh, why the film may not have worked and why what problems we had with the film um uh, tanul you can take it from here yeah i mean so uh <clears throat> i mean i'm sorry you'll uh, disagree later but i kind of uh, liked how the film sort of began i mm. liked uh, shahid kapoor in it uh, i liked his understatedness and just just the fact that he was not i mean the thing is kabir singh has card me so bad that whenever mm. i see shahid kapoor in anger or maybe i mean that is limitation as an actor as well you know it just throws me back to that and it it's not a pretty size it's almost like getting uh, triggered you know say an ex girlfriend getting triggered by i uh, thinking about a certain incidents make her think about her boyfriend uh, <clears throat> critics also kind of share these sorts of emotions if not relationships with with people whose work they critique so i mean um, so i like that wasn't there uh, as i said my expectations were were really low so i mean whenever Just, so i was even liking small things when uh, so uh, i mean just just the, just the start of the film just his relationship with his son and all of that and 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 this this sense of acceptance uh, uh, with failure almost a, uh, at times a bit too much but you know this this sense of quiet resignation there is no uh, uh, these loud moments and all of that there is no uh, this sense of canvas chewing anger or stuff like that right i mean no kabir singh stuff no vintage shahid kapoor stuff uh, which i quite liked i thought that was decently done and all of that but uh, it's also a 170 minute film so it, it it is really difficult for it to be mediocre like right from minute 1 also so i mean uh, the 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 starting bits of fine i thought uh, as i said then i mean <clears throat> when it sort of starts to i mean you first you see the first sign of trouble when shahid kapoor is angry and in, in his anger he breaks this pain uh i mean this notice board glass pane and he was like okay this is this is troubling uh so that, that is kind of the firstish sign but then there's again like for the next 10 minutes you have uh, for me at least this interesting past and present thing that was going on and his anger sort of like just looked like an outlier but then the film sort of dives into the flashback where you have a young shahid kapoor who i mean when a batsman is out and he's about to bat come to bat next he's some somewhere in the stadium making out with his girlfriend and he's making out and he's making out and he's making out and then <laughs> he goes comes out somebody says something really sleazy about uh, the girlfriend vidya was played by ronald thakur he beats up the guy then he beats up the guy again then he goes up to the guy and he's by the way guys there's this rule called timed out i'm sure that if a batsman doesn't reach the crease in 3 minutes uh it's in 3 minutes or not 2 minutes uh, that person is timed out this is really important which is i am explaining this in detail uh and no player in international cricket has ever been dismissed like that i don't know about the local cricket i'm sure there must have been some people some corner of i don't know southampton or somewhere or mm-hmm. as it happens mohali or punjab chandigarh so this guy like he 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 beats up the guy and beats up then he asks kya bola wapas bol <laughs> then they have like a bit of an altercation that he then he gives like uh, a kiss on the cheek to uh, his girlfriend then they have like a kuchiku moment and then he goes out to uh, goes out to bat so that will tell you that you know from there 
and then this whole fucking narrative framing of him buying a jersey which is sure it starts off like at the best it can be a climax or like a at the best it can underpin a a trivial subplot uh, you know mm. it cannot be the entire film that just stupidly yeah. silly it's very very silly let me just say that bhai 500 rupees mang le kaise i don't know man just fucking get on with your life dude like fucking ask your coach so he has a coach who's a father figure who's played by his little father pankaj kapoor and he's mm. been coaching this kid since age of 13 so i mean then you just start seeing these things uh and and then i mean the the twist the climactic twist is just so absurd i mean i kind of and i'm so bad at these things you are you are particularly sharp at this but i'm really bad but i guess the i had like an inkling at the end of the first 5 minutes because the film starts in bangalore in 2022 uh, and uh, shai kapoor san uh, is meeting uh, i mean he bumps into these two women at a bookstore and and they want to buy a non fiction book based on uh, shai kapoor's life this called jersey and then we find out that you know there's a felicitation ceremony this guy is actually scared and all of that so i had like that sort of an in- inkling but in the semi final match uh, punjab versus i don't know man something uh, i yeah. i had pakka figured it out i even wrote it on my uh, 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 phone uh, that like you know this is going to be the thing and it was and i'm sure people would have figured out much much earlier as well it's it's, it's that kind of a film it's, it's really not smart and it's uh, just unnecessarily stretched out uh, there is i mean there's a constant lack of tension in the movie because i mean it, the the whole thing as i said is quite flimsy so yeah i mean these are my scattered thoughts we can we can sort of tackle some of yeah. them and and based on what you say in some detail but yeah yeah so even like in the semi final for more context he was he basically hit some triple century or something and he is taken to the hospital yeah. after ஒருத்தோட்டோட்டோட்டோட்டோட்டோட்டோட்டோட்டோட்டோட்டோட்டோட்டோட்டோட்டோட்டோட்டோட்டோட்டோட்டோட்டோட்டோட்டோட்டோ
it really felt like that by then i was like this is what it's going to be he's going to win the ranji final walk onto the cricket field with the indian team jersey and point out to his son who will you know cry in the audience and then and in the and that's it and that's probably going to be the film of course i underestimate hindi films these days because that's how the scene <laughs> is now uh, so when that was did come towards the end uh, of course it was at the back of my mind that the film started in bangalore with a older version of the son he's 30 by uh, by then and that non fiction book thing happened and all but by the end you know that opening scene felt so far away it felt like it was a previous day i had watched that scene you know it's a 170 minute once <clears throat> minute film. totally forgotten about the first scene for me the entire film was happening in flashback i forgot it was happening in flashback so uh, so when that thing did happen in the end where it's revealed you know during his felicitation uh, and during the book sort of launch of sorts and all and his son comes to take that jersey that he never really wore um i was you know i was very pissed off because i got manipulated by that end i was like oh pankaj <laughs> at least pankaj kapoor's face is very emotional like in the crowd and i'm like i'm not a big fan of reaction shots because 83 had the worst reaction shots in the history of cinema so i was like okay pankaj kapoor is really like doing the reaction shot very well <laughs> when he finds out that his protege was actually suffering from a you know heart disease and put his life on the line to come back into the cricket team uh, you know rather than sort of waste away as a drifter so you know all that i was like oh shit this changes the entire perception of the film but then while going home i realized oh wow it's making the film even shittier than it was and uh, you know i i i was thinking about it and a lot of it also i was very annoyed with shahid kapoor's performance as you said those kabir singh things are almost unavoidable they are fatal now they are part of his all his acting performances <laughs> i was thinking especially that scene you mentioned where he sort of beat someone up when they made lewd gestures at his girlfriend after they are making out yeah. the girlfriend gets very turned on by that apparently uh and and you know they they get married very soon late after that and he quits his career saying you know i don't need to play cricket i'm happy with you i'm happy with this life we have and of course that's never explained throughout the film so that nagged at me forever i was like why would this guy give up a career at 26 for no good reason he just shattered that glass in the in the corridor and said no this politics i don't want to deal with it i am better off being a family man and that's it all we see is shayad being uh shahid kapoor's character being this bitter angsty father and husband and always being sort of put down by his wife who is not a very reasonable woman herself and uh, and then the son is not a very I, i wasn't a big fan of the actor who played the son either the kid oh he was uh, awful i hate you dunk on a kid man but dude come on you I'm, yeah you i'm kid, sorry uh, if you are listening this i i would suggest you become an engineer acting is not for you apparently the kid also acted in the original so uh, so you know wow. it, 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 <laughs> then there is no hope for that kid dude like you can't suck at something that you have done twice sorry 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 it was a, it was anyway. a fairly bad it was a fairly bad performance not a big fan of children in films in general so when children do appear awkward like this like in this film and to be fair his character is badly written also just like shahid's character and i have i have a feeling like shahid has only two pitches now you know it's like yeah being this he's a binary performer now it's like he'll either explode or he'll be like this guy who is suppressing his emotions and acting like you know the whole world is against him and being this very grounded person till he explodes there are only two gears in his performance nowadays and this is in stark contrast to how he started out and especially his kamine performance and a bunch of those other films back then there was more nuance to his younger sort of 
the way he used to play when he was younger. Uh, it's just now he's found a formula. He's tasted success. He's become that shark who tasted blood. And I have a feeling after Kabir Singh, this is the Shahid we are going to see. It's a very one-note sort of performance where, and I, I hear that Nani was very good in the original film. Of course, I've not seen it myself. But I, I find it very hard to believe that uh, a character like this, when you're late bloomer, can be played only in this one dimension by someone like Shahid Kapoor. Uh, because, you know, it was highly publicized that he went through great cricket training to look very authentic as a cricketer. Which brings me also to the cricket scenes that, you know, really were not that great. Uh, I, I'm actually curious to know what you thought about them because there's a I lot really of cricket. I really like the... I, so, yeah, I mean, you finish and then I'll, I'll, I'll say something. Ah, so, there was a lot of cricket in the second half. You know, there was... I mean, there was, they would, and, you know, Shahid's character is a lot like a lot of these Inside Edge characters that have been, you know, three seasons I've reviewed in the last three or four years. So that's a very campy web series about cricket, about the IPL. And Shahid's character is very much like the protagonist of that show itself. So it was nothing really, you know, earth shattering or anything. I was very annoyed with his performance. I thought he was very limited. And I thought the most frustrating thing is that, you know, he's not, this bad an actor. There's much more to him. We've seen it in Vishal Badwaj films. We've seen it. That's the one director that can make most people act and he made Shahid act and made him a better actor. But I've not seen it since then. And that Kabir Singh, that hubris, that arrogance is still there in him. He, he looks like a superstar who's, you know, trying to reduce himself to this cricketer, to this drifter in this, in this film. And that really beats the purpose of his entire performance. Uh, yeah, so now, I mean, I, I want to hear what you thought about the, the, the cricket scenes especially. Yeah, so I mean, again, like, just just uh, walking on or working on really low expectations here. I did not expect much from <coughs> uh, Jersey's cricketing uh, scenes or whatever. And I haven't seen Inside Edge. And uh, I thought that it's um, it, it suffered from really basic problems that uh, we have come to, or at least I have come to recognize with uh, a lot of cricket films, this, these weird oblique angles, really quick cuts. I mean, just not allowing us to just be in the moment, just being very... I'm just trying to shield or cover a certain part of uh, uh, a cricketing match so that it just looks more palatable than what it is. But that said, though, what I really liked, that I really liked the flow of the shots. I know this sounds weird, but those to mm. me looked like proper shots I enjoyed watching them. I like the fact that sometimes camera just sort of like, you know, just sort of receive to just show a full flourish of, I don't know, like a hit over yeah. long gone or something. Or like a batsman just pacing down the track, uh, track and just whacking one. Or just sort of like, I, I got the sense that uh, now it could also be that some of the, uh, uh, this thing were played by uh, body doubles or whatever, at least like those long shots. Uh, I'm not sure. But, uh, but a lot of them just look to me I mean, if we are just talking about that cricketing shot itself, I enjoyed watching them. But, I mean, they sort of like come in this sort of a, a really frenzied package. And, and there were just so many other things that were just not working for me. But this was not a problem. What uh, Did you uh, did nothing work for you in that regard? Or you thought that, Chalo, it's at least better. I don't know what Inside Edge's I mean, scene is. There were moments in the sense, like, as you said, you know, like there were... Uh, there were sort of these longish shots about uh, mm. starts with the bowler delivering the ball, the batman hitting the ball and it reaching the boundary and them running. So that's obviously a step forward. You know, I don't know how much VFX was used or I don't know how many body mm. doubles were used. I don't know how they yeah. really did it or did it. 
or there were even there were the shots where the batsman edges and it goes to slip to for a very clean yeah. catch and yeah. those were yeah. nice to see because they reminded me of kaipoche <laughs> and the net batting in that like mm. it would have practiced the net batting in kaipoche i'm a big fan of and that the the, the kid who was the teenager who was uh, ali, playing yeah. that ali uh, I, i thought had solid technique and for me that was a benchmark as far as you know actors playing cricketers are concerned in hindi films uh, I, you know i i think shahid's entire technique and all was fine but uh, an actor is, uh, uh, most actors are often exposed in the way they run between the wickets when i see mm. when i it and shahid was not comfortable running between the wicket with his pad you know because if you if you are someone who hasn't played international cricket or hasn't played uh, leather ball cricket uh, it shows that you when you wear your pads you are very awkward with it at least for a, the first couple of months or the first couple of weeks it takes a while to look natural in them so when we see these guys playing on uh, playing on our um, playing the ipl or playing international matches and all those are years and years of th- that is not how actually normal people can run in those pads those are years and years of conditioning so when actors like shahid struggle in their pads they or when anyone else for that matter even in contravin tambe there was this problem uh, it's very obvious that you know you're not a natural cricketer you're not a natural professional cricketer and these limitations will show in a such a technical sport you know like cricket and such a visual sport as well because you know we are uh, we watch so much cricket day in and day out so it, it, to a layman's eye you can immediately pick out the flaws in a fictional film in a sort of composed film so uh, so you know all in all the cricket scenes there was a lot of it in the second half you know there was too many ranji matches there was a lot of it going on not enough uh, sort of conflict i did not understand the wife character at all why she was against him for so long and why were they were going through the cold war it may have looked on paper good on paper it may have looked emotional on paper but she was being really unreasonable and i don't think shahid was uh, giving her enough uh, you know enough sort of a uh, reason to even be that person with his performance um, I, and you know for for those interested I, even for you tanul i think i uh, the entire first two paragraphs of my review was comparing jersey to a dhoni innings basically <laughs> uh, where where it's a six of web he normally uh, this is post 2015 2016 dhoni the dhoni that we know today where he hits a, a six or two in the last over and sort of uh, <clears throat> uh stat pads his strike rate and makes it look far better than it is when actually the innings was a terrible innings so that's what the climax did for me the the climax was trying to rescue the film from being an absolute dampener it was a desperate sort of act for me uh it wasn't necessary in the long run because the inti- the initial intention of the film about a father and son story was fine if it was going to be executed well but obviously it wasn't executed well so they tried to sort of rescue it with those last ball sixes in the end with that very weird twist towards the end of the film that totally changed the face of the film and made it look very different than it is so that's why it sort of got me very sort of charged up and reminded me of how sort of dhoni tends to fool most viewers these days with the kind of innings he plays yeah no that's interesting for me what happened was the climax made it even worse uh you yeah. know the uh, at first there was this oh acha uh, what uh, what did i just see you know that sort of a thing and and then you sort of start to like say on your way back home or stuff like that uh, you are reevaluating the the thing in your head and you're like no it's still not adding up you know because what these people uh, they don't understand is that <laughs> you can't just have a random twist in the end and say that you know uh, now everything is changed sure everything is changed but 
if you're telling a story uh whatever that happened before it also needs to work irrespective of the twist you know i mean there were many things that still did not add up for me uh even after you know you sort of factor in uh, this twist which is uh, which is even more disappointing and and the twist the whole point of the twist is to you know enliven in the film and to sort of like you know uh, sure surprise you at the very least here it was the opposite i mean i knew that twist i mean fuck that shit like just imagine you know kai who kaizar soze soze is and while knowing that you know just it just, just yeah dude this is not how it happens you want to tell them that right but uh, but yeah i mean that was uh, what it was and just like just touching on this thing that terrible and needless demonizing of vidya played by mrunal thakur which is just i mean it's absurd it's to the point of it being ludicrous uh, this guy in semi final match he gets injured he is on the fucking drips but she is such an evil with a capital e that he that she barges into the hospital and i mean her uh, like the disagreement or her annoyance with him is so much that she doesn't even care for the fact that like you know her husband is lying injured or whatever it's just insane that's not how people react man i mean it's so there and then there are many things that are i mean equally silly and just uh, just not i mean it's 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 really what do we call it really yeah. basic so so yeah should yeah, we move on to the next movie or yeah, we can also, yeah we can and also just before we so move just on one thing one one yeah, thing that i want on. to say i mean uh, i want to rant but i i hope that you rant on my behalf uh is that tell me what the fuck was going on with the cricket dude like in ranji why the fuck that ranji match or those ranji matches were like ipl on ecstasy then when <laughs> ecstasy is weaning off you fucking do like four lines of cocaine then you down yeah. some i don't know man some jds and then fuck it's insane so i mean to uh, to, uh, to the lucky ones who haven't watched it let me just tell you i mean it's i mean it's t20 on drugs as i just said uh in the final karnataka sort of starts uh, gets on a good start and then karnataka scores 230 runs in 46 overs that's just insane and when uh, bombay uh, sorry punjab has to chase they are chasing 352 runs in 47 overs that is a yeah. nathan asin sort of like uh, uh, double <laughs> century maverickness they just rahul why don't we talk about it like just just yeah, like that so that is definitely something i also wanted to i i'm glad you brought it up you know the, your the idea of cricket of most of these films where and we did point this out in 83 also 83. remember the one yeah. scene where they were 67 for one and the commentator oh. was going oh, wow <laughs> in 20 in 22 hours yeah 22 so you know that that concept <laughs> that basic misreading of cricket as a sport is so evident in a film that relies entirely on ranji cricket which is essentially four day games which is essentially test matches which are first class matches are that are have very little to do with sort of attacking and strike rate and it's more and this about is mid 90s this is mid 90s like good you as well yeah. there was no virender sehwag yet you know there was he probably <laughs> was playing in ranji cricket when i heard of that player was called viru i thought maybe he's made a cameo or something but he did not uh, but okay. um, yeah that ranji fine and all of arjun's innings All of them. He starts with a six. He is, uh, follows up with a four or six. 
then he ends with a six a triple centuries come sure i know a lot of ranji players who scored at least two one or two or three double centuries a season which is fine people are prolific batsmen in ranji cricket which is fine but the way you show it needs to be taken into it needs to be taken into account this is not 2021 boss you're not playing the ipl as tanul said you cannot show every shot cannot either be a six or a wicket there has to be something in between there's a very basic understanding of the sport and you are i mean you uh, this is such a sort of almost a five year old's view of cricket saying okay i want to become a batsman because i want to hit sixes and this is exactly what adults do in these films and they uh, <laughs> and and you know, the entire ranji season felt like that the entire second half i'm keeping apart the technicalities here and how the cricket is shown on screen it's just the how the script cricket was scripted which is very important in cricket films you can, because cricket on its own is a narrative every match is a narrative it has three acts it has all that and you can't just show it as this uh, you know slam bam sort of uh, sport where batting looks like uh, the easiest thing in the world and this shahid kapoor's character in this and in jersey in general uh, the protagonist makes batting look so easy that you know it, it honestly feels like you know the sport is reduced just to a medium uh, it could have been any other sport for that matter and it, it just that is a very maybe it's a it's that entire south indian masala thing because the original also probably had the same thing uh, so you know mostly things happen only in binaries in these type of movies and uh, but you know it just did not work especially after watching contravin tambe where just earning a ranji cap was the biggest deal for the bowler who had struggled through his entire career to forget get wickets he was bowling and bowling and bowling in maidan throughout the career and that film did a very good job of showing his struggle and then you have a film like jersey where every ball is a six and he's batting like it's the easiest thing in the world so you know it just annoys a lot of us because we've grown up watching the sport forget the fact that we are film critics or that we are reviewing just as general people who like the sport and who want to see good stories revolving around the sport it's a very you know defeating thing to watch and you know even and and coming back to tanul's point about vidya who's demonized for i don't know why throughout the film uh, her reactions are never in sync with his career you know he scored a triple century in the ranji semi final ha theek hai ho gaya na theek hai now go back take your gown it's like she does not read the newspapers is not talking to the neighbors does not know the news on the tv i get that there was no social media then but boss you cannot be that isolated your husband is probably the biggest the best batsman in the country at the moment and you are telling him quit everything get back to the government job and care for our marriage choose me or cricket i mean there is no sync between like the script and the reactions and the characters it just felt like she was saying these things because it was written it's not like she's reacting to the story or reacting to parts of the narrative no partner parent friend would react like that there would be nuance to it there would be them asking chaiz uh, character saying do you still want to continue do you think you're good enough to make the indian team uh, do you think about our marriage how we will manage it no no such thing it's just it's all it's like him playing cricket on the field so yeah i mean that was pretty much my rant about uh, about this uh, about jersey's uh, parts so, tanul do you want to move on to the next one <laughs> yeah not in sync i think is as good as segue to sort of move into uh, <laughs> runway 34 well, yes and runway 34 uh, for those of you, it's it's released in theaters it's not on streaming it's uh, it's directed by ajay devgan it's uh, starring ajay devgan um, 
I'll be honest, I'm a big fan of airplane movies. Um, of course, <laughs> most of them are in the West and in the in Hollywood. And I'm a very nervous flyer myself, so I'm also an aviation nerd. I watch tons and tons of videos on the flight channel before going to sleep every night, and uh, I know pretty much everything there is to know about a about an aircraft or sitting in an aircraft or what the pilot is doing when a plane is moving a certain way, why it's moving a certain way. So I'm a big nerd in that sense about these flying movies. I try to watch as many as possible. So I was very I was fairly happy that Bollywood, for a change, has sort of mainstream Bollywood is trying to tackle a proper airplane film based on a real life incident, which I incidentally knew about back in 2015 itself. The jet airways <clears> flight <throat> that almost had an arrow escaped, uh, um, you know, while trying to land in Cochin. Um, so, so this film is basically starring Ajay Devgan as that pilot who sort of piloted that aircraft and and sort of had to divert to Trivendram and uh, the weather was terrible and he he sort of landed the plane against all odds and he had to go through an investigation after that. So this is based on a real life incident, but of course Ajay Dev, because it's Ajay Devgan, it is sort of very much merged into uh, the the film Flight, which is stars Denzel Washington, which stars this which has this very the alcoholic pilot who's you know into drugs, women, and he basically takes his job for granted. He's an arrogant fuck, and uh, and, and same similar incident happens. He saved lives by making a very uh, by having a crash landing against all odds. But when he's investigated, it comes to the fore that he's actually a terrible human being, and that you know he's uh, he's made a bunch of mistakes which he's not willing to admit to. The only difference is flight has a very fragile, vulnerable pilot who actually pays the price for it. But a Bollywood film will never have that luxury. So, uh, so yeah, that's pretty much what uh, Runway 34 is about. It stars also Amitabh Bachchan as um, as a an, um, sort of a, not a lawyer, but uh, an uh, accident bureau investigative uh, boss who uh, who is basically running the investigation and against Ajay Devgan in the second half of the film. So the first half of the film is the flight. The second half is a courtroom drama in a sense. Um, Tanul, let's. Um, that's that's me passing the baton to you. Here. Yeah, I mean, so this was this was the story or the overarching thing of uh, of Runway Thirty Four. I mean, it's just it doesn't work. Uh, but, uh, it did not work for me right from the right from the word go. And it's uh, it, just there are just things that uh, you can see why. I mean. Uh, one of the biggest examples there is <clears throat> that I mean, like unlike Denzel Washington's character, Ajay Devgan is just uh, uh, Ajay Devgan's character, Vikrant Khanna, the pilot. He's, he's just he's just a badass. I mean, he can't do uh, no wrong in a sense, and uh, he is uh, sure he's arrogant. Sure, he is uh, he's self-absorbed and brags about himself and all of that. Uh, but uh, he has a photographic memory. He is just so good at his job. Everybody tells him so. He tells himself that. Uh, and this entire film is just about that. That how this guy is just good. So that is not a story. And Runway 34, mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it. It's not a film, sure. I mean, that's just a terrible insight. And uh, wouldn't say that. But it's just, if, even if you just go by uh, what a good story is, that it should have a conflict. It should have like, uh, the movie likes to think that it has conflicts, but it really doesn't work like that when your character has absolutely no interiority at all. Uh, and, and so much so that given that you know that he's not, uh, he's so good that he can't be bad, 
and the entire second half is about uh, amitabh bachchan's character trying to prove that he's fucking bad but you know that that can't happen uh, even if you unlike we did not know that this film was produced and directed by jayavarman but if you know that i mean sure then you are done man so is the film so this is what it is about i mean it's uh, and it feels uh, especially terrible to note that uh, flight came back uh, came out in 2012 it's a decade old film and uh, even there i mean just the fact that uh, the central character is not quote unquote likable he has uh, a lot of issues and all of that i mean which which really makes the film and uh, and it did not even feel such a envelope pushing thing because you think uh, you think that sure it's a film about a character study or whatever right about <clears throat> a flawed person but cut to bollywood in 2022 and they are still sheepish to i mean not that bollywood films have not been around anti heroes and all of that sure but i mean this level of remarkable sheep she, uh, sheepiness around showing uh, a character of a protagonist in uh, in even a bit of an unfavorable light is just is just bizarre yeah. it's quite amazing that they i mean of course ajay devgan is the director but they had the gall to redeem this character in the end of the film of course they were going to do it all along and you know if for anyone who's watching a bollywood films starring these masculine heroes hyper masculine heroes we know for a fact that you know being shown in a gray light means only one thing that they are going to sort of come of age and sort of realize their mistake but this film is sort of based on a pilot so you, the precedent you're setting is very different from say showing kabir singh or, or showing a toxic sort of lover or a toxic uh, you know toxic soldier for that matter um this is very different you're showing a toxic pilot so the precedent being set is basically as long as you're good at your job and even if you uh sort of cheat at it like you drink uh, between flights and which are not supposed to do uh, you party you don't get enough sleep uh, you as long as you're a genius it's fine and uh, of course the film goes out of its way to paint him as that denzel washington character in the first half this arrogant guy who uses his seniority who drink who you know allegedly drinks gin on the flight as well and uh, you know but the second half is basically somehow manages to paint abhitab bachchan's character as the guy who is sort of crashing the party and who's who's being this uh, uh, you know unnecessarily disciplinarian for no reason which is weird because he's doing the he's the only guy in the film who's actually doing his job and who's actually trying to show that you are boss you are a shitty pilot and uh, you know even if you fly a plane well you are not a professional guy and you are a terrible human being as well and uh, but no this is ajay devgan basically somehow managing to make the script uh, you know make it seem like okay he has been taking he's been making a few mistakes but he's going to improve from there on and it's bizarre like the message being given out is bizarre i don't care about how bad or good the film is it just uh, of course it it's, it doesn't come as a surprise after all these years of watching these films because there are much more toxic cop films and so Uh, and war films out there but uh, i was quite shocked that it was a pilot film and and pilot stories for me are you know are a big deal because that's the one job you really can't mess with you you're really flowing you're really flying 300 people every day almost every three or four days a week and to basically say that you know uh, uh, you can be um, an asshole while doing it 
um i don't know and you know he's basically smoking in the flight and he's he's, he's always he's sort of a uh, he has to has that cigarette dangling in his mouth because you know he's singam basically i i found it quite baffling in the second half that they went the direction that they did in and i'll be honest you know the the flight sequences for me kind of worked in a at a very visceral level the 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 first half basically the dramatic the drama of the flight itself worked even though i hated the passengers in the flight i i absolutely detest rakul preet singh and her performance and she is not uh, really capable of playing these roles uh, but Albuquerque. you know the the yeah albuquerque or whatever her tanya albuquerque a co pilot in the film um, yeah. you know the flight sequences on a very basic level work for me you know like the just the tension built up and the landing and the this thing because first of all we don't see enough of it in indian cinema and um, secondly when we did see it and i had a fair idea of the flight itself and i knew that they were going to dial the drama up to 10 or 20 or 100 for that matter uh, and of course i i read in your review also tanul you mentioned it, that the plane has to come to a stop right at the yeah. edge of uh, <laughs> at the cliff and you can hear ajay devgan saying more drama more drama i get that <laughs> that was totally i read that in your voice as well so it was funny but uh, <laughs> but yeah i absolutely agree with all that but you know for, for people who anyways are terrified flyers and all no matter how much you dramatize it on screen it's never as scary as the real thing so i was fine with all that drama i expected it in a flight film i even flight itself was dramatized so much that denzel was, and he was nominated for an oscar that flight was really sort of uh, you know turned into another beast altogether so you know air crash sequences and all i i can i'm i'm with you know i'm on board with but what the film eventually turned out to be and the cop out that it was and the yeah. the righteousness with which which with it was saying that uh, you know um, that you know you're you're as long as you're you know you're a genius it it really doesn't matter what you do and never once was he sort of really never once did he apologize for the person yeah. he was or for the mistakes he made uh never once did he admit he was wrong even though amita bachan's character was actually doing a good job of sort of uh sort of really probing at his this thing and then in the end he says that i didn't drink in the flight and they make an aerostis admit that she drank in the flight and she's a single mother can you imagine she's a single mother so she drank in the flight and she was very tense that day so she drank in the flight the co-pilot who's rakulpreet singh is an absolute wuss Uh, throughout the film and she's crying at the drop of a hat and they make her this weak and detest uh, you know annoying character so it's basically it's it's just the hyper masculinity is so obvious in the film that it's really turning off and no amount of good flight sequences good action sequences can should or can rescue such films it's so interesting this so first of all let me tell you this so i mean, there are just things that you learn about friends or whatever uh uh at times uh, today is one such day so i did not know that a you had a fear of uh flying b uh, that uh, uh uh you are an aviation nerd so to speak uh let me tell you this uh, if you are not aware i think you'll find it interesting so there is a youtube channel which in i mean run by a guy what he does is uh he travels first class uh, of i mean different airlines and all of that and he reviews them and you know how passionate we are how passionate we are about films cinema that there's a craft to it there's a certain way of going about it and all of that there is, we have like a, a small little but very thriving subculture 
in which there are certain people who we consider frauds i'm sure uh, the the feeling is mutual and stuff like that and this intense amount of scramble in this really small little uh, a bubble uh, to which the of the outside world absolutely gives no fucks about as it is uh, the case with most bubbles right uh, or subcultures and all of that a similar subculture exists in his community as well i mean the guy who runs the youtube channel he says he says that you know there are many dishonest youtubers who take money and who are not very serious about their craft uh, while it comes to reviewing uh, these things and this guy just travels first class would have seen one or two videos it's insane i mean it's just so rahul i can look his name up or i mean you can look him up and uh, uh, see his videos if you have not already uh, i had no idea uh, i have no such interest or fears uh, but well it takes all kinds to make this world so yeah that that was just so sorry a small segue but yeah i mean there's absolutely nothing to disagree on uh, what uh, you just said i mean the film's hyper masculinity masculinity is just so i mean so obvious and just so straining that i mean what really pissed me off was that you know this guy is an asshole and everything but he just suddenly becomes this angelic figure in front of this old woman and uh, his daughter what the fuck happens to hindi film hero like i think old women were invented in this world so that they could redeem terrible fucking hindi film characters it's just awful how many times it's done and it's just like you would think that you know a man sort of uh, 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 making uh, an old woman cross the road uh was just such a terrible fucking image in the 90s jisme even we as kids would have been like yaar thoda zyada ho gaya ye uh they are still fucking playing this game it's just so annoying i mean it's um, yeah and just agree with you obviously about the whole what message it's sending i don't even think i went that deep in the in my review i was just like you know it's just not it's just not happening it's just such a yeah. drag it's such a drag there is no i mean i mean it's such a stagnant film you know it's uh, uh, even in the first half sure first half ka stagnancy i get that it is about a, a, a really uh, i mean they're stuck in a situation it's 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 the stakes are high and all of that uh, i mean i i could not care about them but theek hai i mean uska stagnancy i can uh, like understand a bit but even just later on i mean you know the the whole thing uh the the interrogation sequences between bachchan's character narayan and this guy uh, ajay devgan's character vikrant they just they just just so stale this guy speaks in shuddh hindi but uh, yeah. so that perhaps people will laugh in the theater or do something i don't know uh, but then uh, the makers also would have thought ki abey yaar ye to koi samjhega nahi to ab isko english mein bhi bulwao wapas you know this yeah. this just no sense in what the film is I, I they copied yeah. flight which is uh, melodramatic enough and like you know whatever i mean um, uh, uh, hollywood has a tradition of also remaking these uh, uh, uh real life things there are enough crashes in the world anyway so things keep getting made which is fine i'm okay with that you have that uh, clint eastwood tom hanks one as well a few years ago whatever right i mean but like if you're copying also right like the first half is very much flight derived and all of that they're just sequences that 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 are very sequentially there in the film uh, in, in both the first halves and all of that but you are like nahi yaar ye to matlab copy kar raha hu but samajh mein nahi aa raha hai kya likha hua hai mere dost ke answer sheet mein to kya aadhe answer likhta hu 
you know that you have a shit that's there that you fucking can't even copy because you don't understand uh, your alpha from your beta from your gammas so you are like mm. okay man whatever it is really embarrassing dude it's really embarrassing it's uh, there's just nothing there's no flavor no tonal variation no sort of like dialogues are awful uh with just i mean just mm. like really listless and uh, when you think about it uh, i did not know about the 2015 kochi doha flight uh uh the one that he said you were aware of but i'm pretty sure it must have been quite a like um, an interesting story on its own you know it's uh, and if they would have tried to you know just be true to at least the core of the incident which i think they were in this case at least that they did not copy from flight where he makes the flight literally uh, airplane literally yeah. upside down uh, but in this yeah. case uh, they are circling around uh the trivandrum airport half a dozen times i mean seventh time they crash land stuff like that sure i mean they got that but it just there's just nothing else i mean you can't have a protagonist who's just so repulsive so dead in i mean various other ways that will reveal character you can't you can't really go and it's not even a film wherein you know it's a masala film or whether it's it's not something like say a singham or a simba sort of a thing or it's not even like say a romantic or a whatever kind of a film is a very basic i mean then uh, not even songs uh, there are no romantic uh, uh, angles or tracks or anything right it's it's a, it's a thriller but it's not a thriller it's uh, it tried to copy a film but could not copy a film i don't it's a nothing it's a nothing thing and uh, yeah i think that's that's all yeah. i think that comes to my mind Yeah I know I I sort of I mean that's the thing I sort of also like sense that uh you know I was sort of very much into the flight itself when it was happening in the first half uh, mm. that's why I sort of even reached a stage where like what sort of message is this giving and I get that you didn't reach that stage either and that's how our relationships <laughs> are like yeah. of course you okay I'm not even going to engage at that level and that happens to me <laughs> yeah. so many well and yeah. for me obviously because my context is different and i'm i'm as yeah. i said i'm a big nervous flyer or whatever so you know for personal reasons i sort of got invested in the first half and but you know i i know a lot about the original flight in 2015 and i know that sure okay the, that's your core material uh, but what you know what happened was basically the passengers didn't really know that they were in a made a situation and the guy the pilot just had to take a decision to land at to divert to the airport before the fuel ran out and he landed with dangerously low fuel which was like a good 1000 kilos before below the limit and that's why he was taken to investigation along with the airline and uh, uh, and the passengers themselves didn't know the weather wasn't as terrible as they show in the film that is just creative license sort of doing its thing and uh, you know you didn't have a brace for impact sort of sequence or anything like that uh the 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 landing was fairly uneventful apparently in um, tiruvanthapuram so um, you know all the details came out much later that it could have been a disaster if he had to go around one more time to land they would have run out of fuel so it's one of those things where you have to dramatize it obviously in a very tangible way on screen which i get they made the fuel thing very apparent in the film also and uh, that's why it's taken but the you know the sort of investigation itself obviously was a different beast altogether and i could not get over the fact that 
you know ajay devgan and amita bachchan were engaging in this cat and mouse game in court why when there is no cat and mouse when there is quite obviously uh, an undisciplined pilot and the original pilot got suspended like he was made to pay the price for taking those risks even though he may have saved the lives of a lot of people he went against protocol in a very different way so uh, you know for, for whatever reason of course you know we don't see any of that here and it's just uh, the the script sort of siding with ajay devgan saying that he's done a writing and he gives that pilot speech towards the end ke pilot ka hi fault hai <laughs> like it reminded me of it reminded me of sanju right like the last where he yeah. blames the media for sort of demonizing him and he was like anything anything ever uh, uh, if anything ever goes wrong in a flight or in life itself it's always the pilot's fault of course it is boss you are the one flying the plane <laughs> i don't care if woman is playing your your villainous sort of boss and your greedy sort of ceo of the company of flying for it is your fault like you went you were you and you're flying blind means closing your eyes how can you do that like how can you get away with shit like that and then sort of justified saying oh Ajay Devgan's playing this very smart character one step ahead of Amitabh Bachchan's very mopate type you know Narayan Shankar character and it makes no sense like you're combining so many bad things that uh, of course as it you know as it turns out it, it turns out to be a hot hot of a film and uh, you know really really uh, of course it is a masterpiece compared to his previous film Shivai uh, so yeah, you know relatively, uh, relatively yes Ajay Devgan is probably a better director than he is an actor at the moment though he is quite he is quite prolific these days he's been coming in pretty much everything yeah, on in the web space in so many films he was in Gangubai yeah. as well uh, and now he's directed a film so you know uh, i mean good on him for doing the maximum work possible but <laughs> this kind of work i cannot really tolerate and you know i'm not a big fan of him as an actor of course i liked him in gangubai and all but those are you know those are exceptions rather than the norms where he plays a reserved sort of self and does not uh, subscribe to this nationalistic hyper masculine guy that he's been playing since singam became a hit and uh, that's one of the biggest tragedies of hindi cinema because after that we only seen those characters all the stars playing those characters uh, over the next 10 or 5, 12 or 15 years and that's what's been happening and now there's you know singam in the cockpit as well so um so yeah that is pretty much it as far as runway 34 is concerned there is not a lot of nuance in the film so there's not a lot we can discuss either except the fact that of course you know i was fairly intrigued by the first <laughs> half but, uh, yeah that that's about <laughs> tanul like no 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 i'm just sort of cracking up by your investment because of this personal reason which i had no idea about <laughs> and yeah. it's just so nice that well, like some of our uh, uh vulnerabilities if not frailties can sometimes give these sort of movies i just can't imagine you being in some any other uh, uh like uh, this being the level of uh, the film's competency in uh, in a different subject I yeah. am very sure. Let me tell you that you would not have given any fucks about it, like just like how I did. But that's exactly what we try to tell our, uh, I mean, not our viewers, but whoever reads us. That you know, I mean, the whole nature of the game is uh, that uh, it, it is just so personal. I mean, Rahul could not have divorced his, I don't know, this this flight sharing self uh, while watching. Uh, by the way, that's what you and Stanley Kubrick have in common, and I'm sure many, 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 many people. uh I, it's just I, i still find it really <laughs> remarkable that you have a fear of flying uh, i i remember sitting beside 
this one young woman uh, a decade ago on a flight and she just kept crying and it was just so annoying after a point uh, but anyway uh, so yeah i mean i don't think i have anything else to say uh, let me just <clears throat> like think about something that i may want to rant about uh yeah rakulpreet singh we spoke about anything yeah i mean bomar and irani i didn't like at all <laughs> i just yeah. Yeah, i mean that, that that's hardly a thing to rant yeah i mean that's it i suppose uh, yeah it's as mediocre as it gets and it's just yeah. uh, uh i mean both jersey and uh, runway 34 are uh, i think fair indicators of what lies ahead uh, for both of course film critics and audiences because uh, theaters have opened and uh, you will see a lot of stuff that was lying i mean like backlog stuff and all of that uh, come out yeah. all in the open and i'm not i have not even included europanti and there are things such as bhul bhulaiya and all of that I mean, every week i am finding new things about what uh, 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 we will be faced with in the coming weeks and it kind of looks quite disconcerting but anyway we will sort of like uh talk about them i hope in the in the in the subsequent weeks on the podcast so that's it from me rahul do you want to uh, add yeah. anything and yeah no you're right i've i've been i've been uh, struck with a fear of god when i've been seeing the amount of releases slated for me and yeah. june amount yeah, of trailers and the amount of names i've been reading uh i have never been this intimidated and nervous about the next couple of in my entire reviewing career because First of all, it feels like double the amount of uh, titles, especially with streaming and whatnot. And yeah. uh, it's kind of trailers and the kind of films that I'm seeing that are coming slated for the year. I don't even know if I'll last the year as a film critic, you know, career. Yeah. That's the way it's going. Like, uh, you never know. Another actress who may just tweet about me and I'm done. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and um, so, but yeah, you're right. That, you know, it's it, it looks a bit bleak, but at the same time, i don't know i'm just hoping that the bad thing that these bad things that we watch will there will be at least one good thing once in a while that will make up for it or at least remind us why we do what we do uh, depends on our level of optimism as well uh, so yeah that's a that's a fairly bleak way to end this podcast but hopefully we will be back soon uh, as we said very prolific couple of months ahead so we will back, be back soon discussing the next big title the next or the next uh, sort of discussion for the title uh before we go i'd also like to um of course write into us uh, you know our email address is rahulnolesa@gmail.com uh thakurtanul@gmail.com write into us if you have any suggestions any ideas uh what we should talk about if we should discuss chess films or actors as well and we will be taking all those into consideration uh before i go i'd also like to mention that you know a couple of our colleagues and friends have also started a new film culture podcast uh ishita sengupta who's the culture critic uh, who's a culture writer at news9 and polomi das who's a film critic at news9 have also since we have been looking for more film critic podcast more film writing podcast more film podcast they have started a podcast on news9 called she said she said so this is a plug for them as well they just had their first episode couple of days ago uh, 
talking about my and you know as the title says she said she said it's going to be talking about a lot of aspects from a woman's perspective of how they digest films or digest shows with a theme central to womanhood and to a lot of this so so yeah so they'll be discussing a lot of films as well on their podcast so if you have a chance do listen to them so that's my plug uh, for that podcast as well and we me and tanul will be back soon as well discussing uh, uh you know the next uh, uh, film so thank you for listening and uh, tanul thanks for uh, being around thank you